It's Monday, and you're with Bob McAvoy, right here on the Semper Reformata podcast. Well, good morning. It's Monday morning, and it's time for a short worldview briefing. And what's been happening? What momentous events have been taking place that the mainstream media, for example, the BBC and ITV and so on, that they haven't been telling you about? I know they've plenty to say about climate change. There's hardly a news broadcast goes by these days without some piece about how humans are destroying the planet with our excessive CO2 emissions. It's all alarmism, of course. The planet's perfectly safe. God gave us a promise in Genesis 8 and 22. He said, While the earth remaineth, seed time and harvest, and cold and heat, and summer and winter, and day and night shall not cease. Our times are very much in his hands. But maybe all this talk about climate change is to prepare you for what's to come. And what is that, you may well ask? Well, this past week, while we were all being distracted by a football manager in Spain kissing a female player, the government introduced its so-called energy bill. You really ought to look it up and read it. It will affect all of us if it passes into law. There are at least two concerning aspects to the bill. Well, firstly, the government will require every home to be fitted with a smart meter. That's an electricity and gas meter which will be connected to the internet using 5G. That sounds all right, doesn't it? Well, no, actually. The energy company will be able to monitor your use of energy and will, no doubt in effect, ration your supply. So if you're using too much gas or electric, the energy company can just simply switch your electricity off for you. That's smart, isn't it? Smart technology will also be fitted to all new washing machines and tumble dryers and other appliances so that not only will you be poorer and colder, you'll also be smellier and dirtier as well. You'll say, but I don't want a smart meter. Well, fair enough, neither do I. No one really wants to be snooped on by an electricity company at the government's behest. But don't worry, your friendly government has that covered too. The energy bill will provide for the energy company to use reasonable force to enter your home and install the meter. In other words, if you don't open the door, they'll simply break it down. But hey, that's okay. I don't use gas. We have an oil boiler. And that's the second worrying aspect of this new energy bill. Gas and oil boilers are going to be phased out. The Daily Telegraph reported that the installation of oil boilers in new homes will be banned from 2026. So what's going to replace them? Well, ground source heat pumps, apparently. These are pumps that draw the residual heat from deep down in the ground, say in your garden, for example. They're expensive, they're highly efficient, and they will leave you cold, I mean very cold, in a bad winter. Now, this new bill, if it's passed, will, within a period of time, mean that all boilers must be replaced with a heat pump, even in existing homes. And to install these useless heat pumps will cost you around £15,000. And under the provisions of the bill, if you refuse to install your heat pump, you will be subject to both civil law and criminal law. You'll be fined up to £15,000 and spend up to a year in prison. So you pay your £15,000 and get your useless heat pump 
or you get fined up to £15,000, go to jail for a year and then you still have to buy the heat pump when you get home. Now that bill was introduced in Parliament last week, just after the summer recess. I imagine that deep state predators in the civil service must have had all summer to plot an evil of that magnitude. The bill reached its third reading, and surprise, surprise, only 19 MPs voted against it out of 650. That means 631 of the people who work for us, the MPs, couldn't be bothered. Or they actually really do believe in their warped minds that turning homeowners into criminals for heating their homes is a proper way to behave. Well, meanwhile, our contribution to the world's carbon output is around 1%. India and China have no intention whatsoever in reducing their dependence on coal and gas for their growing economies. So as Christians, we need to pray. I think we need to pray in the matter of the imprecatory psalms. I think it's too late for nice prayers for these people. We need to regard these politicians as the enemies of the people and pray like the psalmist in Psalm 5 and verse 10. Destroy thy them, O God. Let them fall by their own counsels. Cast them out in the multitude of their transgressions, for they have rebelled against thee. There is a day of judgment coming and we must pray for God's kingdom to come and for his will to be done on this earth as it is in heaven. But at least we still have the courts, right? At least we can still expect the law to run its course and for justice to prevail, or can we? I was reading on Saturday morning in the Daily Mail about the case of someone simply known as S.T. We don't know her name because the court has banned it from being released. But we know she's a 19-year-old girl with a zest for life. Except that through no fault of her own, she's dreadfully sick. She's suffering from a rare mitochondrial disorder and her medical team have decided that there is no hope for her and that she should be given no further treatment and put into palliative care and allowed to die. Except that she doesn't want to die peacefully. She wants to die fighting, that's what she said. And she's discovered that there's a new form of treatment available in Canada. And she wants to raise money and go across the Atlantic to try, because there may be a slim chance that there her life could be prolonged. So her NHS trust has taken her to court. They're claiming that she is not psychologically competent to understand her condition and that she must die. The judge heard evidence from two qualified psychologists who testified that she is perfectly aware of her condition, that she is mentally competent, that she is able to make her own decisions, and despite that, the judge still ruled that she is not capable of understanding her condition that she should be put into palliative care, that her treatment should be withdrawn, that she cannot be named, that she cannot raise funds for treatment outside the United Kingdom. Now we must pray for ST, whoever she is. We must pray that God will intervene in her situation. But ethically and morally, think of the implications of this decision in the courts. If you can't understand your condition, Because of some mental incapacity, doctors can 
decide to stop treating you. They can allow you to die. Now think if that principle were to be applied to the elderly, to the confused, to those with dementia or Alzheimer's, people who can live in many cases lives that are happy, people who are loved by their families but who simply can't understand what a doctor is telling them. Should they be put in palliative care too? I've no doubt that the rationale behind this is that they want to save our NHS. After all, the government had no great difficulties in ordering huge quantities of the drug midazolam to end the lives of the elderly in care homes during the COVID scare. As Christians, we can't bury our heads in the sand. It's time to be proactive. We have to be aware of what is happening around us. We must wake up and we must pray. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Ephesians 6 and verse 12. That's all for now. We live in a terrible world. But come and join us for worship. If you're free each Lord's Day morning, Join together at Bally Macashan Church at 78 St. Field Road, Kalinchi, County Down at 11.30am and we'll get together and pray. We'll hear God's word and we'll sing his praise. Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed this episode of the podcast, please help to make it better known by opening the podcast app on your phone or mobile device. Then, search for The Semper Reformata Podcast. Subscribe and give it a 5-star rating. See you next time.